the Singled Out Podcast with Becky, Brenda, and Maria. Three single gals living it up in the Midwest. We will tackle raw, real-life topics that people face no matter what stage of life we're in. Our goal is to inspire you to strengthen relationships and build community so you can live your best life now. You're listening to episode 20. We hope you're hungry because we're diving back into our conversation with Luke and Dina. You will leave full as they share more nuggets on communication. Mmm, nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) So one of my questions was, what's one of the keys to communicating? I'm going to say, make sure you see the person If um, when you're communicating. I know guys are more of this. When I talk to him, we always uh, car ride conversations, okay? That's where this came from. When we sit in the car, we talk about everything under the sun. We just sit and we talk and we'll drive. Um, guys talk like this most shoulder of the time. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. They can't yeah. see this. Sorry. Sorry. Shoulder to shoulder. I deal with video people. <laughs> But um, it's more of a shoulder-to-shoulder sitting down, you know, doing something with one another. Where girls are, I want to see your face. I want to hear your heart. I want to see what's going on inside of you. The window to the soul kind of thing. Um, But I would say find out, again, find out what makes that person comfortable and try to do your best to talk their language. If we're, you know, but I need them to hear me. Okay, if you're always out for someone else to hear you, you're never going to get anywhere with a conversation. You need to walk into a conversation with the expectation of, I'm coming in for a greater understanding of what's going on with this other person. That shows honor. It shows respect. You could walk away and say, I'm never talking to this person again, or we're completely from different planets and this is not going to work, you know, or we have completely different mindsets, and that's okay. But the fact is that you gave them the opportunity, you gave them the honor, you gave them what they needed in that moment. They needed to be heard, and it's okay. And, and kind of, you know, kind of communicate towards somebody the way you want to be communicated towards. Yeah. You know, it, it's real similar to the, you know, do unto others rule. But, I mean, it's, it's true. How, you know, how do you want somebody to talk to you? Do you want them to just come up to you and be short and curt and all about them? Or do you want them to, you know, hey, I want I want somebody to ask about me, you know, how, just not not real deep, but just, you know, hey, how was your day? Yeah. You know, what's been going on? Was it you that read something or somebody did ran an experiment of they weren't going to like talk to yeah. people until they were directly asked about something. And yep. they, oh, wow. she was silent, like this person was silent for like was two it? or three days, two or three days. Yeah. Oh, wow. She yeah. was just running like an experiment. She's like, I'm not going to talk until somebody says. How are you? How was your day? And she just kind of just kept track and yeah, two, three days. (laughs) I mean, she would say, hello, how are you? And then they would tell her and then they would walk off. And so she says for about roughly three days, she says, I I would check on everybody else, which was great. But within that three three day period of time, it took roughly three days for someone to come back and ask me how I was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, yeah. that's, Father, help us. <laughs> Sincerely. Yeah. Not about you. Right. And if you get, you know, if you find out the intention and the heart of the person that you're talking to, like say you have something against them, something like there's a miscommunication. Okay, so we're talking about communication. What about the miscommunication? How do you work this out? How do you fix it? Well, 
if you sit down long enough and you go through the rough, this is going to be awkward, this person's upset with me, okay, well, I'm going to sit in this room with you and I'm going to say, you know what, you're upset with me, but I, I need to know why and let me hear your heart and let me watch you walk it out and talk it out because by the time we're end of this conversation over here, there's a very good chance that we've healed the relationship we've understood each other on a deeper level and because we walk through this together our relationship is even stronger but a lot of people don't take that time we become such a throwaway society oh well you don't like me well i'll just move on and unfriend you and move on to the next friend and you're like and then it just repeats and repeats and repeats so i wrote something down today in my journal and it says you will invest in the thing that is important to you so even if it's hard Okay, you're going to invest in it because you know that it's healthy, you know that it's right, and you know that on the long run it's going to be good. You'll invest in a relationship, you'll invest in children, you'll invest in your health, you'll you know, invest, we invest in our jobs, we put time and effort. Man, this job is hard, I quit. Okay, on the third day, you're like, really? Okay, come on, babe, move on. You're all right. You know, grow a muscle already. What's wrong with you? You know, but it's just like we have to, in relationships, we have to grow those muscles, those muscles, those emotional muscles that it takes to make this not just survive, but flourish into something beautiful. I, I do have a question. I was kind of thinking of it right now. It sounds like you guys have a, a great communication style right now when you're recording. How were you before? Before? Yeah. How, I mean, how did you evolve to... Like before we met each other or yeah. like early Previous on in our relationship? Yeah. relationship? <laughs> what did you there's learn? A, there's yeah. a, there's, yeah. So there's a reason why each of us had an ex. Um, <laughs> so you've learned it at some point. Is it like when you like moved here, I, or I, I would say I would say for me it was more along the lines of when I started coming to church and I found Jesus. You know, a month month and a half before I met Dana, and so there was there was a whole lot of changes going on in my life, and so I think that. A lot of those changes helped me get ready for being able to communicate in a better way, um, being able to communicate in a, in a clearer way. You know, there were there were times that, you know, early on in our relationship, because of my attitudes and because of how I used to be, you know, she would like stop me mid sentence and put her hand on my arm and be like, "Hey, you're um, you're sounding conceited and you're really talking down <laughs> to me, so." Please stop. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And I, I'd, I'd sit and pause and I'm like, I do sound like that. Okay. Um, you know, so it's, it's not just communicating and being open and talking about those nice things, but it's also being able to you know, correctly call somebody out and accept getting called out. Because getting called out for, for your behavior is, is not fun especially when somebody wants to correct you. But you, you find out that if somebody, if somebody comes at it with the right heart and, and somebody is coming at it when they, when they truly care about you, be it a friend, be it a spouse, be it, you know, whatever, you, you know that regardless of what they say or how they say it, you know they have your best intentions yeah. in their heart. And so when they come at you and correct you and say, hey, you sound pretty conceited when you say it like that, 
Oh, okay. And so then that, that gives you an opportunity to, to check yourself and not in a, oh my gosh, I was a jerk. Thanks for calling me out. You know, it's like, oh, that, that's, that's not a good choice. That's not a good way to, to communicate. So, okay, I, I will adjust and, and I'll, I'll do a little better. And, you know, and, and some of that came from how we were raised differently and, and we were raised with different value systems and, and to, to value different things uh, as opposed to the other. And so some of those past biases and, and past slants on life, you know, all of a sudden came out, especially in, in my communication style for raising kids, it's kind of communication, but I, I was raised in a military family and military is, you, you say it, that's it. Case closed. <laughs> She was not. not, (laughs) You talk about it and you express your feelings and you, I'm like, how does that, how does that work? (laughs) Why, why, why do you give a reason as to why you're saying no? I'm like, but you just say no and that's it, right? She's like, no, we got to say why. I'm like, huh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But that was something that was built in with me and Gabri. That wasn't even the house that I I was raised in. I was raised in a very heavy-handed house, a very abusive house, where screaming, yelling, um, hitting were very much what we did. And it, it moved into my first marriage that was very, very destructive. And seeing how that didn't seem to go very well because it was like I went from this is what you do this is how you do it and this is you know and if you don't get it done then basically you're going to get punished as opposed to I'm I'm a very y'all know me I'm a very emotional girl I have no problem showing my you know my heart on my sleeve and and being expressive that is not the house that I was raised in I was raised with nothing but brothers Um, A mom that had basically shut her emotions off for the most part just because of survival that she needed to do things, you know. And so knowing knowing that, I decided early on with Gabri, um, when I got pregnant with Gabri, that I was like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to raise her like that. I, my mom and I have an amazing relationship, and we have this kind of communication where I can talk to her and we can go back and forth a little bit. But that came later on in my world raising Gabri to it's okay for you to question me it's okay for you to ask me why you know but if I look at you and say Gabri that's enough she knows that's enough so it's I give you that opportunity give me your point of view tell me what you're thinking but then then let me weigh it and then we'll go from there he came in and um it was very much a why isn't she doing exactly what I'm saying and I'm like well so here's the <laughs> here's the catalyst. You can thank me. Sorry, you know. And he's the, and Sebastian is the same way. You know, just listening to first what he's got to say, and then saying, okay, let's walk this through. I mean, he's four. Same with Gabriel. You're 14. Puberty. Oh Jesus. You know, was it's a whole thing in itself. But at the same time, bringing God in the mix of it and saying. You got self-control. I promise you it's going to be okay. Even if you look at me and go, Mom, I don't know what, I, something's not okay. I don't know how to express it. I don't, and, and he started learning cues from that. Because even with me, I'll look at him and I'll go, I don't feel okay. Something's not right. And he goes, what is it? I don't know, but it's just not okay. And even if, you, even if we had that kind of 
dialogue between the two of us, it, it helps you be more sensitive to that other person. It helps you be not as critical because he's wicked smart. I don't know if y'all have known this yet. He's like wicked smart, like book smart, like stupid smart, right? And I am common sense. <laughs> and so when it was, it, it was a lot of learning where you're coming from because you are, we communicate out of what we know. That's why you, you, we encounter prejudice, we, come at, we encounter bias, we encounter all of these different things. And it's because people communicate out of what they know. And if we would take the time to say, hey, Maria, you look different than me, babe. Where are you from? What's going on? Where's your background? Being more sensitive to one another and as far as our cultures, um, our upbringings, who we are, where we're from, you know, things like that. Even the things that we like. I may not be into opera, but I, I'm into you. And so that makes me excited when I hear opera. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like all of a sudden it's like I, I care about this because it's important to you. Well, you have now officially just expanded my world. That to me is kind of some of the things that I know that I've learned or you know, both of us have learned yeah. is just letting the other person be, the, be who it is that God created them to be and not expecting them, not expecting them to be a cookie cutter or a duplicate of who I am or who me to him. Because there is such a balance between the two of us, I think it makes our communication that much sweeter. We get to learn, learn from each other, and then we get to learn how to communicate with other people that we encounter that are like. I encounter someone stupid smart, I'm like, you're my husband. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to take this personal. <laughs> What do you do to find time to communicate with your busy schedules and work and church and kids? How do you find the time to... I like that you just laugh. <laughs> well, for for a while, we were, we were a one-car family. On um, purpose. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. And um, so that kind of gave us the time to talk at the beginning of the day and, and at the end of the work day to kind of, you know, hey, here's, here's kind of what I'm, you know, at, at the beginning of the day, it was kind of a, here's what I'm kind of expecting out of the day. You pray over the day and, you know, hey, here's, you know, maybe here's some stuff that's going on, you know, either later today or coming up this week, you know, talk over our schedules, you know, and then at the end of the day, it was the, oh, how was your day? Good. You know, <laughs> Or you, you tell, you know, I would tell like half the story and again, I would tell, talk in headlines. So, yeah, I, I, heard, I heard this was going on. Well, then what happened? I don't know. I didn't read the article. I just, I just saw the headline. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it was, you know, well, here's how the day played out. And, you know, maybe here's, you know, something I learned from today or, you know, here's what I'm hoping for. And, you know, kind of talk about some of the quote unquote mundane things of what do you want for dinner and, you know, what do you want to do tonight? Um, but now that uh, we're not a one-car family anymore, you know, sometimes we are, depending on what's going on. But a lot of times for work and all, we, we drive separate. And so I'd say now it's more of just, you know, we're, we're intentional that usually I'm the last one to get home. Um, and so we're intentional that as soon as I get home, we have at least five, ten minutes of FaceTime to say, here was my day. 
you know, make that connection after that, you know, initial five, 10 minutes, you know, then we, you know, bring the kids in and, you know, how was your day and how's it going and let's, you know, let's get dinner and, and all that fun stuff. And, and we'll try to, you know, when we, when we have, when we sit at the table and have dinner, you know, we, we have these, you know, the family discussion of just what's going on and how are things. And, you know, when Gabriel's in school, that was our time to sit and, you know, hey, how was your day? But then we'll reconnect usually towards the end of the evening mm-hmm. after we, we put the kids to bed. And that'll that'll be just kind of our, our, in a way, wind down time at the end of the night to just kind of, okay, let's reconnect and here we are and here yeah. we can look at each other and just, just be us and either talk about nothing or talk about something deep. And, and oh my gosh, I was invited to go do this podcast with these amazing girls. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're also really big texters. We're in pretty... And every so often, one of us will shoot like a message, private message or an email or something to the other. But I am huge on letting you know where I am at all times. So even if it's, hey, I'm at the gym. Hey, I just got home. Hey, Sebastian and I are going here. Hey, I'm going to go get Gabri. Hey, I'm, you know, or even just those silly gifts or the memes or something oh, yeah. that you shoot to each other just hey what's going on or hey how you doing you know just silly but that just that hi i miss you you okay how's your day you know or just hey thinking about you or a little bear waving at you frantically you know just hey just making sure that you see me and that i know that you're here even though you're not here and so I think being intentional with those kind of moments, even if uh, we're not in each other's presence, we're in each other's thoughts. Kind of back to what we, we've talked about in the beginning of, I'm gonna make sure that whatever it is that I'm doing throughout my day, it's gonna be something that's beneficial for both of us. I'm not gonna just hang out and do whatever I want to or talk to whoever I want to or look at whatever I want to, but it's, being intentional communication it's i think that's kind of the bottom line of everything it's like you got to be intentional mm. with you know if people were more intentional with their words if we really realize the gravity of what it is that we say to one another if we really understood that the, we're going to we're going to be accountable for what we say we would be a lot more forgiving we'd be a lot more gracious we'd be a lot more kind a lot more patient and understanding with one another and we'd be a lot more slow to speak be quick to hear I want to hear what you have to say I want to make sure that what you're saying to me is good or even if it's not good I want to be able to know that I'm hearing what I'm hearing but I also want to be very careful about what I say back to you because how you just responded to me the words may not have come out right how many people have said that I can't I just can't express the words right now it's okay just talk it through and if you stumble or if you say something maybe that you didn't really mean to say then we're just going to work through it because I love you enough to to hear between the lines and between the words as opposed to taking this just at face value what when I saw it it wasn't really meant to towards relationships and all but it was meant towards something else but it was um, you know if it's important to you you'll find time If it's not, you'll find an excuse. Yep. I like how you guys established boundaries 
established healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. I already answered. You already answered the question of kind of what they are or when we did it like from the get go pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah. Can you kind of expound on like why you have boundaries, why you wanted to have boundaries, or because I you know some people probably don't know what boundaries are, what sort of boundaries are important, like. Why should I have this type of boundary as opposed to this type of boundary? Yeah. What's more important when you, you really know what you wanted? So right. why do you want this, this, this? That's a good question. Um, I, I know our running joke was we know how to do relationships wrong. <laughs> so well, we've always done it like this and it's never worked out. So let's try something different and see if it works out. <laughs> so, I mean, that was that was the the tongue-in-cheek kind of joke behind our boundaries but the the reality was we knew how to do relationships wrong we weren't in our in our previous marriages we weren't married to to the best of people we didn't handle it right they didn't handle it right we both have had past relationships where we didn't respect boundaries or respect there was no clear-cut agenda there was no real purpose it was just kind of a i'm in a relationship to be in a relationship we weren't the best of people. we weren't the best of people yeah. and and so it was one of those things that we knew that if we didn't do it right we were going to hurt each other yeah and we were going to basically you know not not quite ruin ourselves for other people but in a way we weren't we weren't going to be good for anybody else if, if you keep following the same patterns that lead you down a, a wrong way street what's going to get you we were thinking about you know we're in our mid-30s we want to do this right we want to do what's honorable and right by god we want to live out the, the values and, and and the principles that we've been learning at church gary was already in the picture we want to provide a good solid example for her so that way you know one day when she was ready to get married and look for somebody to get married to you know okay I have an example of how to do this right versus you know just randomly you know you yeah. weren't the one that was bringing a random guy home every other weekend yeah. you know so those were some of the things that we thought about as to why why we needed the boundaries that we needed why mm-hmm. why set up if we already knew that our purpose was marriage, we wanted it on paper. We wanted that constant reminder to each other. We told each other that we weren't going to say I love you until we could look at that verse in Corinthians that says, you know, love is you patient, know, patient and, kind. and kind, doesn't keep a record of wrongs and all that. You know, can, can you, when you say it, do you really mean it like this? Yeah. You, know? you know, so those were the things that we looked at. And, you know, we knew that by establishing boundaries on day one, by day 1,000, by day 1 million, we would still be strong. We would still be connected. We would have this, this foundation that we could build anything and everything on, and it would stand. That was the rock along with Jesus that we built this on. And we've encouraged other people, you know, hey, when you, when you're, when you think you're getting into a relationship, you know, establish these right away. Establish your expectations. Ex- establish your boundaries right away. You know, so you're not just, oh, here's, here's a couple boundaries on day one, and, and here's a couple more on day ten. Because it, it's hard to, you know, to, to build on something where you're, you don't want to build part of the foundation, and then part of the walls, and then part of the foundation, and then part of the second floor. That's not going to be a good structure. That's Sounds not going to be a good future. So if you lay all your cards out on day one, from the very get-go, then regardless of what happens, regardless of what comes, regardless of any kind of obstacle that might come and, and cause you to stumble, that stumble is not going to ruin you. You know, it'll, it'll make you pause. It'll make you say, oh my gosh, I stumbled. Okay, let's, 
get back on track. Let's let's focus on 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 what our, our boundaries are. What are what is our foundation? You know, and so that's I mean that that's kind of what we went into as to why you needed those clear cut boundaries and why you needed those expectations and why you needed them on day one. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Come socialize with us on Facebook and Instagram or email us at thesingle.podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, friends, get out there and live your best life now. Okay, here's my line. Here's where I'm at. You know, here's where... and a side of communication with some Chick-fil-A sauce, please. This episode of the Single Dot Podcast is not endorsed by Chick-fil-A, but it has been our pleasure to serve you. Mmm, delicious. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> we all <laughs> <laughs>